Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities, bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives, all thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello everybody, you are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. I'm Jason Eckley, and before we get started, we want to make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, and if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, go ahead and rate and subscribe there as well. If you want to be a part of the conversation today, we're using the hashtag Spotlight On, because we have a very special guest, Jafar is here. How are you doing today? Great, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. So this is your single 16 that we're listening to. Yes. We're going to talk all about that in a second. But first, I'm going to hit you with some rapid-fire questions. Okay. And just say the first thing that pops in your head, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, what is your favorite late-night snack? Oh, chips. Chips? Any particular? Uh, pop chips. Oh. Maybe we can get you a sponsor, too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, song of the summer. Song of the summer. Ooh. I'm blanking right now. Let's meet. What songs are out right now? I don't there's know. A, there's a lot. Really? Maybe 16? 16. That's Let's a good go one. 16, Perfect. Yeah. Last thing you Googled. Last thing I Googled. I Googled if there was like a like a cure for jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? I didn't find anything too helpful. I've heard if you go out tanning, actually. Tanning? It's bad for your skin, but good for jet lag, apparently. Okay. I have to sit out in the sun tomorrow. I know, perfect. <laughs> Worst date you've ever been on? I went on a blind date that was pretty bad. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that was the worst date I've ever been on. Was there anything we particularly <laughs> bad about it? I mean, I just get we had nothing in common, and uh, I told my friend afterward who set me up, I said, I'm never trusting you again. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite app? Favorite app? Um, I There's an app called... And Rami, which I use for music, and you okay. can download lots of like Eastern music on it because they don't have most of it on e- iTunes, so I use that a lot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? Katy Perry. Katy Perry for sure. Yeah. Any reason in particular? <laughs> um, she's a firework. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sh- okay. First concert you ever went to? The first concert I went to was Sting. Oh, really? Yeah. I kind of hear went, that in your music. Yeah, I went to Sting. I saw him. I think I was around ten. Okay. And we don't. I'm from Jordan. We don't get too many international touring acts. I think he was touring Brand New Day at the time, and that was like my first concert. And it was one of the things that made me want to become a musician. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What's the first song you remember singing live? I sang um, a Phil Collins song. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, it was. Another day in paradise. Okay. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. So you grew up in Jordan. When did music sort of become an influential part in your life? Um, I've always loved music and I've always been singing. And whenever there was like something at school where they needed someone to sing, they'd come to me. Um, So it's always been a part of my my parents love music. Okay. Um, They're not musicians, but they love listening to music. So I always grew up singing around the house and at school. And then there was a while there when my voice was changing where I had like a kind of... Uh, I stepped away from it for a bit, let's okay. say. And then I came back and I started writing music and I learned to play guitar as a necessity to, to write my own music. And yeah, been in the studio ever since then. 
Writing songs, was it when you were learning guitar, did it just sort of come naturally? Or did you learn other people's songs first and then fall into writing your own? How did that work? Um, I think both at the same time. I learned, to, as practice, I would always, like, I don't know, cold play. I think Yellow was the first song I ever played on okay. guitar or something. So I'd play all these songs that I liked just to learn how to play the guitar. And it also informed, I think, my songwriting later on. That's cool. Definitely. Yeah. What's the music scene like in Jordan? The music scene. Um, I haven't. I, I left Jordan when I was like seventeen. Okay. And at the time, I wasn't really recording too much. I was writing mostly in Jordan. I mean, there is a music scene. It's very um, much obviously Arabic music and yeah. Eastern music is very prevalent there. So, so there's a scene for that. As far as the English, there's some cool indie bands. I don't know too many, but I've heard some some great stuff as well. Do you ever get back there now to perform? The last time I performed at a festival there last summer. Okay. Um, and that's like a huge festival back there. And that was the first time I actually ever performed my own music there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was great. Was it, what, was the, what was the experience like? It was great. I was a bit, I, I don't tend to get too nervous before okay. my shows, but I was really nervous <laughs> before that show because all my friends were there. And uh, it's actually the biggest show I've ever played as oh, well. Oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, I had a great time. It was lots of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So you moved to Miami when you were 17? Well, no, I moved to London. Oh, okay. I was in London. I went to art school for two years in London, and I was recording at the same time. And then I met a producer in Miami, so I moved there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I recorded. I started to record an album, although I never released it. I released two singles off that album. And then... I stayed in Miami, but I started working with a different producer and recorded the album which I'm recording, still recording right now. Yeah. Yeah, and 16 is the first single after that. Album. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Do you ever get, I can imagine like moving across the country mm -hmm. at 17 and then moving to another country. How do you figure out who to trust in your career and sort of uh -huh. like who to listen to? Um, I mean, it was a bit of, I'm not going to say a shock because I've, I've traveled before. Yeah. But, um, away from uh, from Jordan was tough. Uh, it was tough. I, I had a tough time with that the first, especially I didn't make too many friends when I first went to London. Um, I think I wrote a lot of good music at that yeah. time, but not wasn't necessarily very happy <laughs> in London. But I wrote some good music, and then uh, when I came to Miami, I, I met a bunch of great people um, in the in the industry there who really helped me. And from there, I came to LA. I met a couple of people in LA, and so I guess it's trial and error. Yeah, yeah. What would you say is like the best advice you could give to somebody who's trying to do the same thing? Um, I would say, ser like, search for your sound. Don't be too trigger happy and just put out your music. You know? Okay. I think that the, I, that's always worked for me. I've always made sure that I'm in love with a song and it's fully realized and produced before I put it out because there's no going back. Yeah. So I would say that, yeah. Definitely. So the single is 16. Yeah. What can you tell me about it? Uh, 16, it's the second song I wrote for the album. I actually wrote this album right after that festival I played in Jordan. Oh, okay. Um, I was playing a lot of my old music and I realized there was some sort of disconnect. I wasn't feeling a lot of the songs and so I really went and and did some searching for sounds and, and different music and I wrote a song called Dahlia, which is another song in the album and that set the tone for the album and after that I wrote 16, which has also... I, I was very influenced by kind of Middle Eastern music for this album. Okay. Um, and also, you know, 
pop rock music, which I've always done. So I kind of found a, a fusion. I think that's the sound for the album. That's cool. Um, in terms of subject matter, it's a, it's a pretty heavy song, 16. It's about like misplaced children in, in wartime and stuff. And I think it's something that's very relevant today. Are you ever nervous to get too political on a song or that doesn't really cross your mind? I, I maybe I could yeah, I do get nervous about that but I don't I don't ever think about things from a political standpoint okay. I just think about it from a humanitarian yeah. standpoint more than a political uh, even though it has political implications yeah. obviously but I just always write from a, a humanitarian standpoint so when you're writing do you prefer to clapback yourself up in a room and write by yourself what's the process uh, this is the first album where I've collaborated okay. and co-wrote with but I tend to write and produce most of our own, or co-write and produce my own music. Um, Jonathan Fazessi, who, who co-wrote uh, 16 with me and co-produced it with me as well, did most of the songs on the album with me. Yeah. Is that a scary process? Because I can imagine it's like, these are my babies, now critique me f when you're bringing somebody your songs. Um, no, it's not scary. I mean, I knew Jonathan was in my band. Okay. Um, he used to play with me, so I knew him before I started working with him. and. He was actually with me playing at that festival, and then when we got back to the States, I, I played him a couple of songs, and we just took it from there. So it wasn't, it wasn't I knew him, it wasn't that yeah. intimidating. But I can imagine it can be intimidating if you're going into, like, one of those writing sessions that they do, especially, like, in Nashville and stuff. Yeah. You just have, like, those ten... Just, like, big groups yeah. of people. I think that can be intimidating. Yeah. So for your album, do you, when you go into it, you already have all the songs before you go into production, or do you work on them in the studio? What's that like? Um, I tend to have pretty much fully formed songs. Some of these songs that were fully formed and I was playing live um, before I went in to produce them. But I tell what I want to do okay. and uh, yeah, before I get into the studio. What else can you tell us about the album? There's a working title for the album, which is Folk Tales of Spring. Okay. Um, I think 16 is one of the more serious songs on the album. There are some fun songs on there as well. It's not all okay. <laughs> heavy, <laughs> heavy songs, but they all have a common link in them, which is that fusion of Eastern and Western. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of uh, social commentary as well on there, as there is in 16. So when you're playing these songs, and you're playing them in different places like the U.S., or if you mm -hmm. go back to Jordan, how is the response different in each place? Or is it... Uh, yeah, I think there's different, even from city to city, it's yeah. not country, there's different responses from different crowds. Um, Jordan was like the hometown show, so it was a huge response. Yeah. And uh, I think that was one of my favorite shows that I've played. But I played tons of club dates in, in Miami. I played at the Fonda Theater here earlier this year. And there was a great response to the music everywhere. It's different, but it's still great. And, and you know, people that are really, in, I say intrigued more here because it's it's a sound that they're not really used to. But um, for the first kind of couple of songs, they're maybe they're unsure, but yeah. they get into it as the show goes by. Definitely. It's cool because not a lot of people are doing that, yeah. combining the two different sounds. Yeah. Is there an artist in particular that you look up to? There's a lot of artists that I look up to. Um, I've always looked up to Tom Petty is as, as, uh, like one of my writing song heroes, uh, the Beatles, Sting and the Police, yeah. obviously. Um, and then on the like the showman performance side, I love Elvis. And uh, there's lots of different, I feel like I rediscovered for myself because when I was growing up, there wasn't really English playing radio stations in Jordan. So I discovered those records for myself. Okay. 
um, and listen to them. And it, it was actually kind of, it was cool that, that I hadn't heard a lot of that music before. And then there's a lot of Eastern artists as well that I look up to, um, like whether it's Jordanian folk artists. I have a Jordanian folk song which I put on the album, I think that's new, and I don't think it's been done before. Um, there's an, an artist called Cheb Mami who Sting collaborated on with that Desert Rose song, okay. who sings a genre of music called Dry, which is a genre... I think that's probably the genre that inspired me to start songwriting in the first oh, place. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of great artists in that genre. It's a, it, it comes from, like, the North, the Middle East. But it's really... Uh, interesting genre which i love to listen to that's cool yeah so for the like what's the end goal because i know a lot of Mm -hmm. artists just want to stay in the indie route or some people want to break into top 40 what is it for you um i mean i I tend not to classify myself whether it's indie or or whatever i just want to get to a point where i can uh i love yeah so if i can do that night after night after night then i'm i'm happy whether wherever i am (laughs) that's good yeah is there plans to tour? Do we have a summer tour coming up? Right now we don't have a summer tour because I'm finishing off the album, okay. but um, hopefully a couple of show dates soon and then a tour after that. Do we have a date in mind for the album? We I don't have a date. Hopefully it's before the end of the year. Okay, that's <laughs> good. Okay, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and any sort of collaborations that are happening? The album which I uh, collaborated on with a flamenco artist okay um, I'm not sure if I can say his name or not so I'm just not <laughs> going to and then uh, I there's a Lebanese uh, singer as well who I perform, I collaborated with on a song called Dahlia. She has a feature on that song, um, and hopefully we're announcing uh, that as a second single. Oh, of cool! The album. Yeah. If there is there any artist that would be like your dream collaboration? Uh, yes, Shadé, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. So Fine. five years from now, where is Jafar? What are you doing? Uh, hopefully, I'm just putting out bigger and better music and uh, touring. That's awesome. Yeah. So album's coming by the end of the year. Yes. If we want more music from you now, where can we find it? Um, right. Be updated with new music as it comes out as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in today, man. Thank you for having me. You guys, don't forget to buy 16 on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. You SoundCloud? can download it for free on Oh, SoundCloud. you don't even have to yeah. buy it. That's perfect. Yeah. If you guys want more like this, make sure to follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter and Facebook. For Jafar, I'm Jason Eichler, and we will see you guys back. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 